Hi, I'm Sam Meggs, author of Star Wars Jedi Battle Scars, and you're listening to The Living Force. Welcome to The Living Force Podcast. You know the Jedi? What do you know? A Utini Podcast Network production. Get off my sofa! Get, get off my sofa! No! Get out of there! Get out! That is BD-1. Episode 211, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is here. Do you have any idea how hard it is to get oil stains out of Batoli meat fabric? On this episode, results of the 2023 Utini-thon. You passed the test. Get ready for the Star Wars timelines. Just like back at the scrapyard. And the Utini crew talks about the new video game, Star Wars Jedi Survivor. <sighs> yeah... I'm all right. And now, here are your hosts. You want to meet some uh, friends of mine? Eric Eilerson, Dr. Charles Hankel, Wes Jenkins, and special guest host Darth Chaco. But I will say hello, everyone, and welcome to the Living Force, a Utini Network podcast that is currently slightly lagging. But you know what? We're going to see how it goes. We're going to see if it's ready. Um, For all you audio folks, I am one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and I'm giving it a second. I'm giving it a second. We're going to see how it goes. How are we feeling? How are we feeling? Okay. Okay. It's working. It's working. It's working. I believe, as Anakin would say. Hello, everybody. I already did it once, but I'm doing it again. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me tonight to talk all things Mando Season 3 and Jedi Survivor is a full cast of characters. Starting off with the man with the second screen on the Miami Heat playoff game is Dr. Charles Hankel. What's up, buddy? What's up, everybody? Jimmy Butler already has 22 points. We just started the second quarter. What? You'd all want to know that. Um, is that real? That is real. His name's not Jimmy Butler. It's Hemi Butler. And Hemi in other Butler. news... Hemi Buckets. Uh, Wes, how did you fix the stream that quickly? Did you bypass the compressor? <laughs> I don't know. We should ask him because the only I'm about to shut it down, Charles. <laughs> I'm about to shut it down. Wow. <laughs> See that that's how off the rails we are on this one. Wes put himself on screen without even an intro. I didn't even get to say how gloriously majestic he is. I didn't even get to say how even though he comes from the dusty planet that no one wants to go to, Texas, he can still be a nobody or a Skywalker. It's Wes Jenkins. Hey, man. How are you? How you feeling? Hey, um, what's up, everyone? Uh, full disclosure, I changed some stuff this weekend. <laughs> I changed a lot of stuff yeah, this weekend. Yeah, I'm getting that, Wes. So this, this is the fruits of my labor. I'm glad it worked out. I'm glad it worked out. <laughs> so, sorry. Oh, we'll get it fixed. Um, yeah. Ooh. I mean, I was trying to make it better. I made it a lot worse. So, uh, just, just bear with me. I'm ready to talk about Star Wars, though, right? Video games? There's always Star the Wars audio, guys. There's always the audio. <laughs> well, even though Wes is not embarrassing me in front of the Wizards, he is embarrassing me in front of our next guest, who, yes, everyone, you've asked for it for 200 episodes. We finally got rid of Dr. Corey Helton. He's gone, um, only to probably return next week. But in his place, we have the one, the only, the dyad in the force podcast. Himself, it's Darth Chaco. It's Brandon. What's up, buddy? Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you, guys. Been a big fan for a long time, and uh, yeah, appreciate getting on here. 
Um, I think the stream looks great. I, you know, like oh, the graphics and stuff. Thank like, you. Thank you. oh my thank god, you. I, I thought it was killing. Quickly <laughs> making your way up the ranks of Wes's favorite people on the show. And Wes's um, finger <laughs> on the mute button. Relax, just a little bit. Just slightly. <laughs> no. Listen, I've, I've, I've had to build this type no. of stuff, and it ain't easy. And sometimes you make one thing, and like you add a scene, and then like just this random. Uh, like you'll have a bunch of nested mm -hmm. scenes and there's this one little thing where all of a sudden that audio device disconnected and then you have to like I feel my pain I just assume that like pain. Wes is like on a cycle pulling <laughs> levers and all kinds of stuff just off screen like that's go, what I always figure go, yeah. go 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 smash 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 <laughs> actually, what you're describing is exactly why I actually stopped my podcast the high ground podcast but that's because oh. i was hosting it solo oh. so that's, oh, that's yeah. me wrangling three different people every week and managing all of this stuff and i, I was like, like that too much I'm tired, yeah i don't provide much i don't provide much in content i'm just here to make sure this whole <laughs> all the technical stuff <laughs> is staying straight well and look pretty you're also here to look pretty wes which oh thanks Eric. i mean you, you did you do you've, you've looked better but you're you're fine um but you know who looks even prettier it's all of you all of you that are watching tonight and listening to us or watching us later on, welcome to the show. Um, if you're enjoying what we do already with this amazing start uh, to the podcast, go ahead and make sure you're liking the video, subscribing to the channel. And you know what? If you haven't yet, leave a good old rating on that podcatcher. Have you? Have you? It's okay if you didn't. No shame. We can always start today. Uh, but before we go any further, I do want to give our glorious guest, Mr. Dark Chaco himself, a chance to kind of tell you kind folks who may have been living under a rock um, or haven't been on TikTok like I have for the last couple of years, um, all the kind of stuff he does. So, Mr. Chaco, Mr. Brandon, uh, where might folks know you from? And um, let me see. I'm going to ask a good icebreaker question. Where might folks know you from? And at the moment, what's your favorite Star Wars book? Very organic. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so you you know me I'm, I'm darth Chaco on tiktok darth Chaco on youtube um just i do a bunch of stuff i'm a massive fan of star wars lore uh that's how i have found you know utini way way back in the day this was the first there was only two podcasts that actually kept up with canon it was this <laughs> and blaster canon pod uh and like I was just so excited as someone who who read all the stuff. So when I started on TikTok, that was my goal. I was like, you know what? That community is kind of in shambles, but you can't be toxic if you're actively is. reading new hey, stuff. I don't boy. think that's possible. So that's, yeah, that was my whole goal. It's trying to get people to, to read and stuff and then to talk lore and to explain things and correct misconceptions and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, it's been a crazy and amazing ride so i'm super happy with just really cool things that have happened from it um my favorite book it's oh my goodness it's it's such a hard question because you also oh have, yeah uh, oh, recency course. bias and stuff um but honestly um it's tough this is the hardest question i didn't prep you for it either it's not an outline <laughs> or anything it's, it's hard-hitting journalism <laughs> Well, because I have like oh, sure. compartmentalized, you know, like it, it might, it might be, it might Ooh. be the rising storm. I absolutely Excellent. loved that book, and and it and it made me, uh, God, oh, yeah. that book hurt. Me. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it it might be it might be Master and Apprentice. Uh, it might be. 
I mean, yeah, let's be real. Let's be real. Let's be real. Yeah, she's, she's kind of there's, there's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with, with Rising Storm. I'm gonna go with Rising Storm. And for anyone uh, who has not yet jumped on to Cataclysm, this book is the Rising Storm. Yes, the second hey. hundred percent agree. I might, ag- I might agree with where I'm at, sort mm-hmm. of. Oh, Your answer was Charles. almost right, Brandon. No, I'm just, kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a big, I'm a big Kenobi. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> that is fair. Yeah, Rising Storm. That's fair. I think about that book every once in a while, and remember how after Light of the Jedi, I'm like, y'all, my favorite Star Wars character ever might be Loden Greatstorm. I think I'm just gonna have a good time with this guy. I'm gonna have yeah. a. He's the new Kenobi. He keeps going, and then uh, again, great, great, great book, great book, but. I've never fully recovered. So, great choices there. I was on that Bell Zetapard train my, myself. And in that book where uh, there was a yeah. part that really punches you in the gut, um, if you recall. And, like, yeah. So, dude. that's what had to be going. <gasps> Bell Zetapard, a.k.a. our king of phase three, who is just ready, ready to feast on all the content. Uh, I'm assuming when he finds Boryaga safe and sound... Chilling somewhere, authors, authors. We're waiting for <laughs> you it. You can still do it. You can still do you it. You can still do it. Rewrites, <laughs> rewrites. Uh, oh, oh, do it, man. I want to add one, one last thing. Sorry. Uh, and hopefully, I'm not. Ta- Let me know if we I'm never tell much. Eric. But, so why would um, we? Why would we tell you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, on the legends side, yeah. uh, I want to give some some love to legends as well. J- Jaina Soul is nice. my all time favorite Star Wars character, but um, the book Allegiance, vastly underrated, great book. That might be my favorite. Fascinating. In, in That's one. I I have so many legends books that are great decorations that I'm loving on my shelves that I've never <laughs> gotten to. Not that's one of them, but it looks cool. Um, it just there's so many can again. We have so much great Star Wars. It's hard to go back. But I, but I, but I do try. I do try. Um, also, I want to take a moment here now to say a giant thank you on the Utini side to everyone who tuned in this past week uh, to our first ever Utini-thon, which was our first 24-hour stream put on by our very own Emma Park, who stayed up for not only 24 hours of the stream, but was already up before that for like a 12 hours. I think Emma p- clocked in like 37 hours awake or something like that. Um, I, oh. I, I did like the last three and a half hours with her and I was already tired. So <laughs> massive shout out to Emma. Um, and thank you to everybody. Uh, we raised over, I think it was $1,270 for St. Jude's Children's Hospital, um, before the Utini match. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody. Um, we were absolutely looking forward to do more charity streams in the future. Uh, let us know what you might want to see, uh, in the future of that. And um, another quick reminder that the Utini Academy pre-orders, I believe, are still live. Um, if you go over to – oh, my gosh. I didn't check the URL before we started. I didn't check the URL before we started. Um, if you go to utini.com slash academy, uh, you can go ahead and sign up. We had a bunch of people uh, sign up for that last week uh, to get yourselves ready for the most comprehensive uh, Star Wars literature course in the galaxy that is dropping on May the 4th. I'll go ahead and get the lifetime access over there. Thank you, Wes. The link is in the chat, utd.com slash academy. All right, another quick thank you I want to give is to our lovely patrons, Patreon, Patreon patrons. I'm never going to get yep. it right. 
Uh, Petronials. <laughs> our, our Petronials. <laughs> our Patrons. Our tequilas. Uh, including uh, Tim Costello, who returned as a monthly patron uh, this past week. Thank you so much for supporting everything we do at UTD. And uh, to everyone over there, we hope you're enjoying all of our Patreon-exclusive content. I can say this past weekend, uh, Charlie and I recorded an episode of The Ghost Crew. Uh, we're, we're banking the rest of Season 3, and we'll be uh, releasing those very soon. So thank you, thank you, thank you uh, to everyone who continues to support us. You're the reason that we get to do this nonsense, and we like this nonsense. But one more thing. Oh, my gosh. A lot of announcements this week. Uh, if you have a couple bucks left over after you join the Academy and after you've become a patron... You can head over to the Utini release calendar because, y'all, tomorrow is the day Star Wars Timelines is finally arriving. That's right, the reference book that we have been very excited for, I talked about last week on the show, and our very own Trevor Davey reviewed on Utini.com. Um, you can go get that wherever books are sold tomorrow to get the timeline that, yes, is it technically already out of date, perhaps, but <laughs> is it still very cool? Absolutely. Uh, so while you may not have your new Jedi Order or Dawn of the Jedi eras in there, uh, it's still hours upon hours of content. So get that and make sure you pre-order this. Oh, God, this angle is terrible. This guy, uh, The Higher Public Path of Vengeance by Kevin Scott, which is coming out next week on May 2nd. Uh, be looking forward to our reviews uh, and our interview with Kevin Scott that we'll all be dropping on May 2nd as well. Um. Before we get into our main show here, Brandon, I want to put you on the spot again. You mentioned it a little bit. I know you you were a big fan of Cataclysm. Um, with Path of Vengeance coming out, how have you felt about Phase 2 of the High Republic as a whole? I know if folks are familiar with your content, you do talk a lot of High Republic stuff. Um, obviously, Rising Storm being your favorite book. How have you felt about Phase 2, and are you ready for it to kind of come to a, I'm sure, very emotionally devastating conclusion? <laughs> 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 uh yeah if there's anything the high republic does is it uh it continues to hurt us over and over Absolutely. again in the best ways possible um phase phase two has been interesting i was saying er earlier the first book path of deceit mm -hmm. was kind of a sleeper for me uh because I, I didn't really get wrapped up into it until the very end um it felt like like out of the shadows yeah. did that for me um Great in comparison. the first phase but um Phase two overall hasn't given me the same level of hype as phase one. It didn't start out with the bang. And it might just be because anytime we come into something with expectations, it changes Preaching everything it. from yep. when we're coming in yep. on the ground floor. Yep. It, it honestly does. Um so yeah, I can't I can't tell if, if it's you know, a, a, a mm -hmm. quality thing or, or, any, or anything like that, but um overall I am really enjoying it. I loved Cataclysm. Um I have I have not started Path of Vengeance just yet, but I'm very excited to. And I think this has a lot of potential to mm -hmm. hit those same highs, you know, um, especially the way Cataclysm ends. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the yeah. Gotcha. exactly <laughs> like, that moment. Yeah. And, and I think we were yeah. talking off air a bit about like, you know, the big question is always will Path of Vengeance or phase two as a whole prove why? We took essentially a year away from our characters of Phase 1. Um, and again, no spoilers here, uh, but that will be part of the review uh, that I write for next week. And will, of course, be part of the conversation. Um, but regardless of your thoughts on Phase 2, uh, any of y'all listening or watching too, I think we can all agree that it's it's so surreal uh, 
to know that Phase 3 is coming soon. And, and, and freaking friend of the show, loveliest man in the world, George Man, uh, is going to be starting it with uh, the first adult novel, Eye of, Eye of Darkness? I think that's right. Eye of Darkness? Um, yeah. I, I, I'm, every time I think about Phase 2, I agree. I'm excited about it. It's a good time. But if you just mention, like, Belzetifar, Stellan Geos, Avar Chris, I'm like, oh, yeah, right, right. I want to I, I get back. I want to know what they're doing. So very excited to get there. But, of course, everyone, make sure you're all caught up uh, by the time we get to Phase 3 later in the year. All right. So, Eric, Eric, Wes, remind me again. Wes, Wes. <laughs> How far is Phase 3 from Phase 1? Is it a year? I believe it's a year. year. I believe we've okay. been told it's a year. And to bridge that gap, we'll be giving we'll – We'll be giving. We're, we're giving. Every week we're giving. Uh, serving, if you will. Uh, see, I'm, I am on TikTok, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm not cool enough. Um, but we are getting uh, From Light and Life, the YA short story anthology. And some of those will be between Phase 2 and 3. So to kind of fill those gaps. Um, I know yes. that Claudia Gray is especially going to take like Leox and Affy and Geode and take them like a day, a week, a month after Phase 1 ends and things like that. So... Um, but I like the year. I mean, don't get me wrong. I yeah. like a good uh, what episode seven, episode eight. Like this is the next five minutes of Star Wars, right? That's fun. But also, there was something about going in Empire Strikes Back after New Hope, being like, "Oh, things have things have happened." Like <laughs> it's it's been yes. a minute, you know. Um, yeah. Okay. Good. I mean, for, for, for me, like I, I, I yeah. love those type of time jumps personally because it, because not every moment can yeah. be super interesting. So, like, yeah. tell me the interesting yeah, parts right. of the story. Um, I don't, I don't know if any of y'all watch no, Young I Justice, it, but I've heard it's amazing. Uh, but that show, it, well, that show in between the seasons, there would be. I mean, the show got canceled <laughs> every season, and then the fans would rally. And then bring it back like every like four or five years, and it would have that big of a time jump. And so, like, you got a new cast of characters, or same cast right. of characters, but they would be older. Um, people may have even died off screen. Like, everyone's coming with all this this different baggage, and they have a new problem to tackle while interweaving this in between story. And yeah. it just made it really interesting. Uh, I, I I like having that little it's bit fun. of fun. I mean, personally. we're, we're going to be talking about Jedi Survivor here a little bit later. You want to talk about a time jump? We got five years um, <sighs> going on that one. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, who knows? Did Elzar Man grow a beard? Mm? Will we get fan <laughs> art of that? Or dare I say official <laughs> art of that? No, we won't. Come on. It's Elzar Man. We get one piece of official art and you'll be happy with it, everybody. That's all we're ever going to get. Um but yeah, I can't. I, I I hope there's been a lot of stories, and I think that us as Star Wars fans lately are like, we'll fill in this gap. What happens in this gap? And, and Brandon, I love that idea of some of the some of the gaps aren't aren't as exciting, and that's okay. You know, sometimes Chancellor So woke up, walked around, didn't have any meetings, and went to bed. I don't need that day. I don't need that in the book. You know, it was raining. It was cloud. It was gray yeah. outside. So she binged Breaking Bad. I was like, you know what? I've eaten twice today. It's six o'clock. It's already dark outside. <laughs> Let's go to bed. Go <laughs> Forget it. We've all had those days, but now unfortunately, uh, are you telling me that after the Nile, like 
ran off and made their own little portion of the galaxy. Like no one was like, <laughs> Sorry, guys, right? you know what? <laughs> like, yeah. Can I give them a moment for pity's <laughs> sake? By nightfall, these hills will be swarming with Nile. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That'll be very exciting, and I can't... It's, it's weird. It feels like there's already a while till Phase 3, but I also know it's going to be here before we know it. Um, but speaking of things that came and went, honestly, uh, before we even knew it, uh, this past week, Mando Season 3 ended. Um, we have talked a lot about this season here. Uh, Brandon, you've talked a lot about... Um, go Again, go Brandon's YouTube... Dark Choco on YouTube. Check out the TikToks. There's so like the amount of stuff you cover in a week is is amazing. Um, just with the pure volume of content you put out, and you've talked a lot about the season, Amando. Um, we've been very up and down on here, and I think a lot of folks have kind of found their highs and found their lows with the season. So I just want to go around and ask you guys, uh, just kind of how the finale hit as an episode, and then kind of just reflect on the season as a whole, because I think the future of Mando is in a very interesting spot. Um, right now, almost more so than it has been after season one and two. Um, so, Brandon, as as our guest, I'll, I'll, I'm going to throw it to you first and throw you under the bus, as it were. Um, how did you like the finale, and where did it put you as a fan or watcher um, thinking about Mando in the future? Um, you know, as, well, what I said for the future yeah. is a return to form, right? The episodic mm-hmm. nature that we had in the first season that I think a lot of people mm-hmm. seemingly want to run back to. Um, overall, I enjoyed the season, but it is very much different than anything we had before. But it kind of makes sense because I, I almost feel like we wrapped up too many narrative threads. Yeah, we really raced to a two. lot. Of, like, we gotta, we gotta finish um, it. We gotta finish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... and so because of that, you know, uh, without having like a stated thesis mm-hmm. <laughs> as a goal, it was seemed easy, you know, for, for some people to get lost. Uh, I mean, before the season started, they were like, hey, yeah. our goal is to retake Mandalore. And then, you know, Grogu came back in the book of Boba Fett. And at that point, you know, uh, Din's goal changed to, mm-hmm. okay, he chose me. I'm going to raise mm-hmm. his kid as a Mandalorian. Which is why the very first episode, he's teaching Grogu about like Mandalorian and the systems and their philosophies and all stuff, which he never talked about before. He was accepting that role. So like the whole season yeah. <laughs> is those two plots. I'm raising this kid to be a Mandalorian and, you know, we're, we're retaking our home. Um, so it was like I felt it was the strongest mm-hmm. narrative of any single season. But I feel like that is different than what the value promise mm-hmm. was of the show. Totally. Originally. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think it was framed weird. Um, also, can we stop saying that Moff Gideon is a clone <laughs> because he doesn't have a mustache that is so weak, and I hate it. All, all, I hate all it I so know, much. All I want to know um, is this why is not... Moff Gideon pull a Jimmy Butler and go to press day with facial hair, and then when it came to filming, there was no facial hair. Listen, like, what, what happened? Listen. If if their communicators, if their comms are literal razors, I'm pretty sure there's like in universe razors too. Like you can shave. <laughs> All right. <laughs> also, is is the clones unable to grow? <laughs> they left that out. Is is there? Was that the last? That was the last customization slot. Like that was you can it. have a horse or a mustache. <laughs> we don't know. That could be yeah, it. They always, uh, before that, it? they always this... chose the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have the force or a mustache. And some of them would have to think about it, though. That's the thing. They'd be like, I don't know. 
This is a tough one. I'm going to have to go back and forth. <laughs> have you seen me with a mustache? I, I don't know, man. I think that might be more powerful, uh, to, to be yeah, honest. Like, I, I will say, there was such a weird moment for me when, when, when uh, in the finale, you know, he's given his big speech. You know, he's, he's or no, maybe it was the second last episode. But whenever he's speechifying, I got to say, not, not as impactful without the mustache. Like, still good. But I'm like, there is something missing a little in the gravitas. You know, um, you can't but, have a mustache and that suit of armor. You can't have both. You, yeah, you know what? That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I agree. I, I think <laughs> the season's so odd because I think there was a lot more straight narrative ideas in it. Right. Um, but then we would go and have like the Lizzo episode. Where it completely abandoned the narrative, and then, by the way, Muff Gideon escaped, and it was amazing. And I'm like, we, we, that would have been cool to see, I think. Would have been fun. Um, I mean, I guess not. We don't have to, to see how that happened. Um, and, and then at the end, I think they really raced through a lot, like you said. I do like the execution of the last episode, I think, comparatively. I think the action sequences were filmed very well. Like, I think, I mean... Bo-Katan charging with the dark saber in front of her and the armor using the jetpack to slam people with hammers like that's great that's some epic mandalorian kick-assery you know right? yeah i'm a titan <laughs> main on destiny 2 and so that that hit a very special spot yeah, the armorer using her <laughs> using her tools to absolutely decimate these uh what troopers were these called what are they called uh they're not dark troopers they're the, 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 well, technically, they were like it was dark trooper armor. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They're playing they're fakes. They're fakes with some stuff. Empire-esque Mandalorians. Anyways, um, I thought that was great. I thought that was one of the. Fan- but I also found out that Mandalorian jetpack fuel lasts forever. It lasts it forever. They can do whatever they want. They upgraded. <laughs> they upgraded it. That's the thing. So that's why I thought yeah. what's his name was a spy. It was, it was like he's taken off, and I was like, "What is he gonna get?" He had gas. He like that's the thing. If you're a spy, you actually get all the gasoline that you need uh, to fly up through the atmosphere. You know how hot he would have gotten too. Like his armor would have melted. But oh yeah, you know. But but all that to say, I think out of us, out of at least out of the living force. I think I enjoyed the season the most and I still feel the same at the end like I had a really fun time there's definitely like I get all the points that people make to why things didn't work for them like absolutely I do but I I just still always had fun when I sat down and watched it and that's really what I care about the most the one thing I will say that I really hope they don't move to too much is using the Mandalorian to just always be the stepping stone to the next thing Right to introduce this character and this idea, but eventually it's all building to you know the movie that they're doing, all of that. Like I still just want some time with the Mandalorian and Grogu. Yeah, you know what I mean. I still want that story. So um, I don't know. I, I just I don't want it to just be a springboard. This season, in a lot of in a lot of ways, felt like a, a Bo-Katan story, almost a little bit more than like a Mandalorian or like you know a yeah. Din story, I should say. And um, I, I still want to focus on Din because I still think, you know, that was it's a really fun character. And there's a lot left to explore because just like you were saying, Brandon, he still hasn't really explained all that much about what it means to be a Mandalorian. And if you take out all the stuff from the expanded universe, like, you know, all the books and things that go into that lore, there's not a whole lot in canon. 
Um, so to see that represented on screen, even to a further degree, I think would be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. And, and, I, and I think I'm, I'm also okay with us getting a little bit of time before season four happens. You know, I, I think that there was really a lot of a lot of time between seasons two and three, and we got to see a lot of other shows. Like, I want to see Ahsoka. I want to see Acolyte. I want to go Andor season two. Oh, God, Andor yeah. season two. Um, oh, oh, if I oh. can... I just want to see Bix again. No, um, no. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Great. Well, Welcome to yes. Bix Talk. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Bye, you, Cal. <laughs> if you want to go there, <laughs> if you want to go there, we'll go there. Um, no, but the one thing, if if anyone walked away from the finale of The Mandalorian and you didn't feel great about it, get online, look up where they redid the ending and they played, instead of the normal soundtrack, they played Two Worlds from the Tarzan soundtrack by Phil Collins and you will feel differently. I guarantee it's you. It's such phenomenal. a good clip. It is it fits so well. I haven't even seen it that. Are you serious? so well. <laughs> Two Worlds, one family. <laughs> While they're all hitting their gauntlets. <laughs> it's incredible. It's great. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see how we go from here. You know, I, I apparently season four has been written according to some folks, but we've all known what some folks have told us. We've also heard that Kevin Feige is producing a Star Wars thing. You know, like some folks say a lot of things, so we'll we'll, we'll find out uh, going forward. But I, I think it it'll be interesting to go back and revisit this one and see kind of how it hits, but. I think that we're going to get a lot of really cool, different shows. And Brandon, like you were saying, if Amanda wants to now take the seat, instead of being necessarily the narrative push in all of TV Star Wars, if they want to go back to the, here's the mission of the week. Here's the, uh, uh, what did Carson Tava uh, call him? Like, in, uh, infiltrator or uh, uh, con- or the independent contractor? <laughs> like, whatever, if we want to go to that, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, so we'll see. That, that's that's what I want. The, there's a, a Legends yes! book, um, Scoundrels, yes! and that. it's just like Love a heist book. book. Great twist. <laughs> yes. That's what that's that's what we need. That's what we need is is Din and Grogu, and they have to get a different crew together each week to go after each of those moths that we saw yes. on the on the Shadow Council, and they have to figure out yep. okay, what's our end? Who do we need? That'd How do fun. we approach this? That's what I want. And yes, so. that book had. <laughs> I remember ending. where I was. Oh that's like, that's like one of those moments. I, like, I remember where I was sitting. I was, I was like in Alabama on a show, and I was sitting in a, in, a, in a person's house I was staying at on their living room couch, and I read that, and I was like, <gasps> what? It's, it's two different books now. Two, you read is, one book, right? and the second time, it's a totally different book. And the Shout cover. Out Shout out to the cover with the mug yeah. shots, too. Oh, that's oh yeah. We need more heist in Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um. But you know what else we need in Star Wars? More story-driven video games and natural <laughs> segues. Because everyone, Jedi Survivor is almost here. Uh, this Friday, uh, April 28th, Jedi Survivor is coming out. Chaco rocking the Cal Kestis saber. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Hey, yes, sir. Um, gorgeous yeah they actually gave <gasps> these to us what? at the end of the event oh, okay <laughs> the event wasn't enough oh, bro the event was <laughs> i don't i don't even i don't even i don't even know how i i uh, got yeah. such a privilege you know but like okay let's yeah okay so we're starting there so so brandon you uh for those that may not know uh there was this wonderful event 
um, for like basically like a launch, a pre-launch party for Jedi Survivor, where a bunch of um, amazing folks got invited to go do stuff with the game. You among them. Um, so if you'd be so kind, uh, take us through what that was like about um, getting the invitation, finding out to you were gonna go like what was the night like like what was it like being one of one of the elite few to to go and touch jedi survivor before the rest of us uh listen i'm i'm there with people who are like <laughs> making buku bucks from from making all the shills that and are I'm really just, getting the I'm disney chat yeah. yeah i'm like i'm <laughs> I'm a, I'm a TikTok still. That, that's cool. No, it's <laughs> it was it was so much fun though. You know they they brought us out to um to L.A. We got to stay in the you know in a nice hotel, um, which makes it easy for like everyone to stay together and for us to be able that's to cool. you know, that's cool access the event. Um, I got to go to Galaxy's Edge for the first time, so that was a lot of fun. Um. I will be going back there because uh, I didn't get a, to make a lightsaber or anything like sure, that. Sure, sure. I was, I was yeah. saving you know, that experience. One day before. is not enough. We, no, we've no. all figured that out. So, yeah, yeah. Um, also, like, uh, so once once we get out there, we um, we go to the event, and we're gonna get four hours to play this game. And they're like, and if you want to interview some people on the staff and all this stuff, and I was like, no, it's, it's, it's go time. No. And I like, gr- I was grinding it for for that entire four hours. Let's see how far into this story we can get. We can see if, uh, and it was uh, like a, a closed demo where the, our demo did have an end, but like that four hours, and it started at a full oh, hour into sweet. the game, and it was still, and it was still nowhere near. Wow. Yeah anything you know what i mean like like we found out who the guy was that was that was in um in the tank uh but it didn't go beyond that now full disclosure uh i am allowed to say it as of today that i did receive an early copy so i have played and beaten the game now um and it's 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 a lot it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun uh so i mean follow me on other things because i will be able to actually give reviews on it starting wednesday Uh, so I'll be limited. So what I will talk about now will basically be as of absolutely, of absolutely. Okay. Yeah. No, no embargo breaking. Real good. Yeah. Also, I will never spoil anything because I will say y'all will want to 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 play this game and get to the certain story parts unspoiled. It'll make a huge difference to you. They really leaned into. Do y'all remember, audience, when I said I was taking the day off? I was right. Everyone (laughs) doubted me. Not everyone. That's not true. But for dramatic effect, everyone doubted me and said, don't waste your days off. It's not a waste because, as Brandon said, I will be able to experience it fully. And I'm very excited. (laughs) Um, So for for those of us that ordered the deluxe edition, how much of a health boost and – Power increase does that give us to beat this game quicker? Just, uh, oh, just God mode, just yes. flip that right on. Uh, no, actually, one of the really cool things about this is you know, I, this game is clearly mm-hmm. Soulsborne um, inspired, right? It's like, like a you take a little bit of you know, Soulsborne type and then just a mm. little Uncharted and then mix it mm. with some Castlevania type uh, level building, is- Metrovania, <laughs> yeah, and that's that's what it is. Uh, but then this game, they really leaned into the accessibility. Yeah. 
which I think is really cool because Soulsborne games, they throw you in. You're like, if you can't do this, then like, F you. And you're like, oh. Yeah, keep trying. Like 13, 14, 15,000 times. Three controllers in because you've broken the last two. (laughs) And then you can finally make that jump. Here's the tree sentinel. Good luck. Yeah, I know. Exactly. (laughs) But if you do want to play that play like that you can and after you beat it there is an additional harder mode that is uh that kind of reminds me of jedi academy i don't know if you guys remember how in that game it it was like real like you might Uh. open a door get shot with (laughs) a disruptor and just disintegrate and then you forgot to save and and you just open the door that's it that's not done that shouldn't have done that shouldn't have done that so so they are going to have hardcore modes where, like, depending on what weapon, it's it's one to three wow. hits, wow. <laughs> and and you're going down. Or on the other side, again, they want every Star Wars fan mm. to be able to experience the story. So if you have you know certain needs, you, there can you can set it up so that if com- when combat starts, it's in slow motion. There's uh, there's an arachnophobia mode yeah. because certain people can't handle the, the spider. So it makes them look less like spiders. I haven't uh, seen that in action yet. I but thought we'll, of every, where be, uh, was that for Hogwarts I, I'll, Legacy? I'll make a video My and get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you can, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's cool. And, oh my goodness, they, they took all the things that I really loved in the first game. They kept those and amplified them. And then the things that I didn't like they kind of smooth out those those rough edges uh so traversal so so much better <laughs> there's so many times where I, I i don't know if you were like me where you want to be a completionist and you're like oh man there is one uh-huh. crate on no, the don't say zepho don't take us back in the middle we forgot to tell you before you came on do not talk about some of us are still there the memories some of us never left zepho legend said he's still on zepho even to this day yeah yes completionist yeah so you can you can get around a lot better and there's fast travel between the meditation that's awesome it's just these kind of things that i'm like good like they hurt so much in the first game not having but i i think like for those of us you know you want to play eight nine twelve hours in a row like these little things are going to make you want to keep playing and not stop when you get to zepho or you get to like i i, I tried to play fall in order uh for fun to be like oh i'll do it again i haven't done it in a couple of years and i legit got to zepho and i'm like nah i can't <laughs> i can't do it <laughs> I tried to beat uh, Ogdo Bogdo without like <laughs> actually actually getting any kind of skills. <laughs> it's very difficult. <laughs> okay, what is up with Ogdo Bogdo? Though I swear to God, he's as hard as anything else in he's the game. What? He's not. He's not hard. He just wins. They put you in like, such a small space. Yep. To beat I know this what you're gonna do, fat frog. That you can't. Yeah. That you can't move around. You can't do your dodges. So I mean, it, it sounds like a bet they had. Like, hey guys, here's the thing: yeah. we're gonna make this frog. It'd be the hardest thing in the world. A frog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Ogdo Bogdo. Huh? Huh? Yeah. It's, it's, like a, it's like an inner joke, and they never went back and fixed it. Like, oh crap! He'll be, he'll be like, you know, second to last level. No, 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 no. Level one. <laughs> Put him on level one. 
<laughs> intro. <laughs> intro. Um, cool. So one of the things I want to, I want to ask you here, Brandon, as far as again, just event wise, right? Um, when people start to play this game, obviously all the all the quality of life stuff, the fast travel, um, the expansion is going to be huge. What is the one thing when you sat down to play it that you were like, oh wow? I knew they were going to improve this stuff, but this is like a whole new ball game. Because I know you had. Uh, we were talking off air. You had like some reservations about Fallen Order that you wanted to get fixed, but what was the biggest thing where you realized, "Oh, I'm I'm in this for the long haul." Oh man! Um, as far as that's concerned, I mean, I love I love the puzzles. Yeah, I yeah. love the dungeons and stuff like that. Um, we're we're not really getting, you know, um, what was the <laughs> what was that the Zepho, uh and, they they were actually in this one High Republic mm. temples and things like that. They're like like they're yeah. This this leans into High Republic. You you don't have right. to have read anything, but um, they're just and they're just fun. Like just the the puzzles there are just just really fun to do, and the way the it weaves kind of it doesn't weave them directly into the story. So you don't have to complete all of these things and that's kind of the open right. world nature of this this game right the, the last one was kind of linear mm. which is why i struggled to play through it again because i remember if i can go through here this happens and like and, and it screws up my brain because i remember where things are in this game it's not like that it's kind of open world with oh, okay sure set yeah, pieces yeah. on it absolutely yeah. absolutely if yeah. that makes sense um and so, yeah, you can come back to it and and hit all of these things separately. And there's, yeah, it's just, just I, I I don't know. It just sucks you in. It I'm, just sucks me into I, the I world. Just, I'm I'm so excited about it. And and now Charles and Wes, those for us plebeians who have not played the game, who didn't get to go smell Cameron Monaghan. Yes. Well, I am going to ask you that in a second. Um, what what are you guys most stoked for about Survivor this week? Also, what system are you guys going to play it on? And when are you planning on playing it? Because I I'm, I'm going PS5, midnight on Friday, preload all that jazz. And I, yes, I paid the ten dollars for the Luke jacket because I want it. Shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, and I'll I'll use it for five minutes and never use it again. Um, but yeah, what are you guys most excited about? How are you gonna play it? Okay, so I'm most excited about what you just said, Dark Jocko, Brandon, the open world nature of this i wanted this to be i wanted jedi fallen order to be an open world almost like a i mean not exactly like a cyberpunk or like um uh like gta or something like that but anyway you can exactly go wherever you want to go all the profanity (laughs) go for it rip people out of speeders throw them down into holes um (laughs) (laughs) but i kind of want it to be more free so where if there is DLC content um, later on, there's like quests and stuff you can go do to help get even like more, like whether it be costumes, whether it be um, lightsabers, or you can build lightsabers, maybe droids, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will be playing this on PC. High five over there to my right. Yeah, it's and <laughs> yo, 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 mirrored. Yeah. It's mirrored. It's mirrored. <laughs> And but I will be playing this on controller. Um, I am horrid on controller. I used to be really good in Xbox 
That's it. Just the original Xbox. Oh, not hell like yeah. one. Did you have the Duke? Did you have the Duke controller? <laughs> I had the Duke. Yes! I had the, the Duke. Duke. I love the Duke. I still have the Duke. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the Duke is the worst thing ever. I just remember yes. playing playing Halo 1, and then like you have to turn on the light, and you're like, I'm, just, I'm like, hey, White I can't button, reach that flashlight. Yeah. yeah, you had to like push it with your no, lip. You I, to, like, I never switched off yeah. the Duke until the 360 made me. I had the, I had the Duke all the way through. I never got the, the when they made it small. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is how you play. And I was terrible on the 360 for like two months. When was it? When was it nicknamed the Duke to begin with? Because I know when called that. Oh no, it came out. It was just a controller. Yeah, the controller. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be playing it on PC. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That thing was yeah, as big it's, as the PlayStation. So, so, so Wes will be weird. playing this with a retrofitted Duke controller um, on PC. I wish. <laughs> and I'll be playing it on Friday. I'll be playing on Friday after work. I swear I'll play it after work. I'm, just, oh. I'm working from home on Friday, but I swear I'll be playing it after work. Yeah, I screwed up uh, that my work from home job requires me to be on the phone all day. Confidential. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? <laughs> All right, solid. Charles, what about you? Yeah. I, um, I'm going to also be playing this after work on Friday. Uh, I don't think my patients would appreciate me um, playing the game while they're actually trying to tell me about their problems. Nah. You know. Nah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I played a lobby. About it. This sick. Like they, they used to have that in the lobby whenever <laughs> I went in for my like checkups and stuff. They had like the Nintendo. Yeah, out. that is true. Yeah, that is true. But um, but no, I'm gonna be playing this on console as well. I'm I'm actually I've been all about the PlayStation recently, Eric. You know this. Yeah, I've yeah. played through the Spider-Man games, the first one, Miles Morales. Mm. Freaking mm. loved every second of it. Um, I got Hogwarts Legacy on PlayStation. So <laughs> I've been like Team PlayStation. But the problem is two of my childhood best friends are still on the box. And so I'm going to be getting this on Xbox because I have not been talking to them enough. So I'm going to be talking to them while I'm playing through this game. So Xbox okay, it is say, for me. I was going to say, Charles, guys, do we, do we tell them it's not multiplayer? Do we tell? Okay, but no, I got you. No, just to chat. Just to chat. All right. No, that's fair. I, it's so weird. I've I've been an Xbox guy again since those Duke days. Um, OG Xbox never owned a PlayStation until the PS5, but I, I I can't go back. I can't go back. I love that controller. It's so sweet. Um, but I did play Fallen Order on the Xbox. So wielding the lightsaber with a different controller is going to be interesting. Um, but but Charles, what are you most excited about in the game itself? So we know oh, how you're doing I, it. I mean, easily, I think seeing Cal and Marin together. I mean. From the trailers, right? Those thighs, the, the, yeah. Those thighs. The, <laughs> the finishing moves. I mean, the team <laughs> combat yeah, and how really, it looked yeah. looked so looked so cool. And yeah. you know, like we talked about earlier, Marin's in so little of the first game. But then right. we went and we read this book, and we got a lot of Marin. We got a lot of Marin, and most um, of Marin actually. Most of Marin. I would say. And uh, so I'm excited to kind of pick up where it left off and see where that dynamic is after Battle Scars. I mean, I think that's going to be a lot of fun. So, yeah, I want those finishing moves because those are awesome. And I can't wait to see all the all the different ones that they have. But I actually just want to get more of the story between Cal and Marin and the whole crew. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things that I got really brought into Fallen Order near the end. Um, I didn't have that, like, uh, and, and Brandon, I know you'll get this because I saw you tweeted it a couple days ago, that, like, Mass Effect party level love. 
Um, like I literally named my dog Morden um, because I love those characters so much, and I like exactly. He's a so scientist, Larry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like I think that the that crew really coalesced at the end, and I'm excited for them to already be there at the top. Um, to be like, okay, now I I don't have to meet them again. I don't have to do another meet cute. We do have this the new dude that does the flips with the gun. Brandon, what's his name? <laughs> the new Bode. Thank you. Bode. Bode. His name is Bode. 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 Yeah. Bode uh, who is, I like that. Who, yeah, he, and he's mocapped and voiced by one of the guys from Horizon uh, who played Catalo for any uh, Horizon Forbidden West fans out there. Um, yeah, I, I really am excited to see how the gameplay evolves. And one of the things you mentioned Castlevanias or Metroidvanias and stuff earlier, Brandon, that they do a lot is like, you know, you play the next game. And, oh, no, I somehow lost all my powers. Let me go get them all back. And I was really intrigued by <laughs> you and all the folks at the event were like, oh, yeah, you – Cal is like a Jedi. Like, you're not starting again like, oh, no, I forgot how to force push, you know. Um, and, and I think oh. – yeah, right, can you yeah, imagine? Oh, God. no, I need, to, I need to do more flashbacks <laughs> to remember how to pull <laughs> a rope. Like, <laughs> and I think it's, it's been a hot minute, really, since we've gotten a – I am a full-on Jedi game, you know? and, and I, like, I mean, probably. Yeah, I mean, okay, I really to that level, other than, you know, when Anakin got added to Battlefront 2 and just they never nerfed him, uh, that was a great time. <laughs> the full choke. <laughs> the like, full. Then they got everybody just... <laughs> it just yeah. killed everybody. I love that. <laughs> but I'm excited... <laughs> Except Boba, I because Boba players don't play cheaters. the game. <laughs> another, except when I play him, then I get killed in five seconds. But that, that's another podcast. Another his podcast. health, is, he, has, this, he has too little health. Anyways, we'll talk about that yeah. later. <laughs> <laughs> but, but as we're getting, again, as the day keeps creeping in, and Brandon, you said, you know, there's so much lore, and there's so much story that's involved in it. Um, for you, again, having finished the game, no spoilers for any of it, does what this game... Let me see how, I, how, I, how, how would I phrase this. Does how this game approaches story and lore give you different expectations now for the future of Star Wars games? Because we've heard about more story games coming out. Like, there's, there's that respawn FPS that might be, like, single player. There's some tactic stuff. Like, do you see this now becoming a trend, potentially, with really getting a lot of, like, book lore and stuff into games? Um, I mean, I, I I'd say it it does feel like it's the same. Sure. I mean, it's right. the same story. Absolutely, group. great point. Um, like like it feels it feels like the sto- it's it's the heavy, heavily involved story group saying what are you like to tell? When are you telling it? Right. This is, you know, five years later. Right. So this is happening roughly the same time as the Obi Wan show. What else is happening? Um, and it's it's being given the same level of care you know like i love the expanded universe <laughs> lucasfilm did not care about the expanded what? universe yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh darth vader's you know, always and, had a secret and, apprentice and, what are you talking about so all this stuff was like yeah it's fun <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but like uh, yeah yeah now there's things that um you you can feel the love that, you can feel the love for i sure. think that's really you know we don't we don't talk a lot about the the legends to canon split moment because a, a lot of people that went through it are still have really hard effects about it and it's totally understandable to an extent 
But I think that's one of the things that all book fans, all comics fans, all of us have just wanted, very simply, is the love and the respect of the franchise. And we're seeing it more and more. Like, every new reference book we get, I'm always amazed that there's, like, pictures of Keith Trennis next to pictures of Ray. You know, like, we're like, oh, no, like you said, mm-hmm. it's all the same story group, and it is all the same world. Like, Timelines doesn't have, here's the film timelines, and here's the book timelines. It's here's, no, this is Star Wars, and it just happens. And I think when we all saw what, what, that that single frame of the High Republic uh, Jedi from the Survivor trailer where someone frees it and looks at the belt, and we're like, oh, my God, like, that was the moment. It's like, oh, you <laughs> love us and love the thing that we love. Like, you've also read Rising Storm, and now you're making a game. Like, there's something really cool about that acknowledgement. Yeah. And the crossguard lightsaber is not only a Kylo Ren style, it's a Stellan Geo style. And, yeah, this one. This, this is... That's the one. A fraction I mean, of it a just second. could be a coincidence. It's a coincidence, guys. I mean, come on. I mean, that looks true. nothing like the High Republic. No, it's clearly Whatsoever. a Jedi saber. It's very, it's, it's very regular. much a darker gold. Yep, yep, I you're mean, right. Getting your hopes up. I, I, yeah, manage the expectations. <laughs> manage expectations. That's why I took my day off of work because I managed my expectations <laughs> uh, into this game. But I... no, oh, yeah. and then also just real quick, having more ways to approach yeah, your combat um but but have but have the game not lock you out because yeah. you have picked this and not this mm-hmm. is something that's really cool because like it's it's not like oh you have to be yeah. using this stance in order to access this or because yeah, the last game kind of felt like that and then this game there's five styles you can oh, only put two at a time fascinating okay and so you 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 run in you run to a situation. Yeah. What you got is what oh. you got. You know, if, if you didn't put your eggs in that basket, you know, maybe this encounter, you would have really benefited for having a dual lightsaber. Sucks, uh, kid. And <laughs> yeah, you know, you just, you just don't. I, I honestly never swapped though, because I had uh, the blaster stance and the cross guard stance. Epic. That's all I used the entire game. Nice. Okay. So, so it's like the early days now. of the UFC. Everybody had a specific skill, but everybody lost to, Jiu-jitsu. Okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, it, that's what I was gonna say, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to jump on that before you did. Uh, yeah, <laughs> was, uh, is the Gracie family in this in the Jedi Survivor game? I hope not. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> well, that's gonna be interesting. Played it, you know, tactically that way too, because I, I feel like I'm also that kind of gamer. That's like I always had the idea that I'm gonna try everything. But you're so right. I get the thing I like. I'm because I'm gonna I'm gonna find the hairstyle. I'm going to find a jacket and be like, oh, I'll try every new collectible for five minutes. And I'm always going to go back to the thing that I like. Now, now, Brandon, did you play a, were you a Ghost of Tsushima fan? Okay. Yes. Amazing, although I never finished game. it. Obviously. Amazing game. Again, that was during right. my switch from PC. Fair. Console. Uh, but that was always when I thought of when the, when the stances first got announced. Cause that, that game is very dependent on stances. So it's kind of cool to hear that this is going to be more of a pick your flavor, pick your poison. Um, and to your point earlier about accessibility, you know, it's going to be, hey, what stance do you feel best as? And what difficulty do you feel best on? What uh, JG mentioned it way earlier in the chat. Like what, if, if you're uh, colorblind or have certain sensitivities, like you can adjust so many things mm-hmm. to make this your Star Wars adventure. And I think that's something we've already always preached on this show. For books and comics, like, if there's something that doesn't really hit with you, it probably hits with somebody else. 
And it's fun to see the game saying, hey, if this style of playing... Exactly. Like Lords of the Sith. <laughs> you hate the Revenge of the Sith sorry. book? <laughs> Lords of the Sith. Oh, God, I was going to say, wait a minute. I invited <laughs> you into my home. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, Lords of the Sith. <laughs> it, it, you drank from my cup? <laughs> you ate from my plate? The problem with Lords of the Sith is that it's not really about the Sith Lords. But that, that's, a whole, that's, a, that's, another, that's another podcast. It's, it's, it's a Shamsen Dula book. If I, if I wanted to watch Palpatine like kill bugs for like half an hour, like I don't know, man. He does. Know. He just kill a bunch of bugs. But if you turn on arachnophobic mode, it. it'd be better, you know, because then they'd look different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JG, sorry. Eric almost died. I saw his soul left his body. Yeah, I was not prepared for that moment. <laughs> no, no, we don't speak ill of Matthew Stafford Absolutely, because he's, he's a god okay. among men, uh, a lord among Sith, as it were. <laughs> oh gosh but yeah i i think like overall it's just it's so fun to have this kind of release fervor because we haven't gotten as many games as as we used to and i i am one of those people that does say kind of i don't hate it i want more games but we gotta remember some of the games that we used to get okay like like it, we, we, we yeah. some of those wouldn't exactly fly at this moment and you know it does take all right, just just don't speak ill, of Masters of Terracassi. Um, I would never I could go pro at that game. That and it game it does elite. take a little while for us to say a AAA studio to make a decent game. Yes, when people will not come after you if there's a glitch in the first like ten minutes of the game, where like, oh, this game is crap. Yeah, there's a, there's a glitch patch, and there's screen tearing. Patch, it's terrible. Patch. patch. What is this? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I, I assume that it takes a while for to put out something that's. Um, I would say playable, but high quality. It has to be high quality, especially if you're charging sixty nine ninety nine. Nice. Do you guys think that um, realism in video games is holding us back? Ooh. For for my because mm. I, 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 I feel my like now. Style, oh, go ahead. No, only because the games I am obsessed with lately are getting that level of realism. Like, I love walking through video games and seeing the water and stopping and being like, ooh, wow, mm. that's that's water. And, like, when, <laughs> uh, you know, I, like playing the Horizons, the Ghost of Tsushima's, the Spider-Man's, like, this building, I can see the stone on it. I can see the dust on the path. I can see where my footprints were. Like, Red Dead 2, I mean, my God, just pick your poison in on that stuff. I like that, but I can see the, the point of, like, we are taking slightly less risk in the big AAA game space that that the indie space is seeing a lot, but I think that mm. could be a good point. I mean, someone on Red Dead probably spent like you know a, a few days a week animating, like putting a saddle on a horse, and you're like, I don't, <laughs> do I don't it. need <laughs> to see that. Just do it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. That's, that's how I feel because the old the older days, like you kind of kind of said, we were just kind of throwing spaghetti at the walls. Certain games were awesome. Certain games, you know, weren't. Jedi Power Battles was an amazing oh game, but God. it had the worst camera of any video game of all time. Um, yeah. But it was still it was still fun. I, I think now the life cycle of these games has to be. It used to be like one to three years, and now it's yeah, like right, yeah. right, five it's, to seven years. Long, <laughs> sure. Yeah, like West is gonna die someday because he's old um and then you're not gonna get all the games i need them sooner i have to play them all <laughs> I know, that's the problem 
yeah, the develop and the development cycles are interesting because again, like what you said, Wes, like there is a standard, which which I do think is overall, if people are nice about it, people on the internet um, about like development cycles and delays, like we we do see this a lot more because I also think we're trying to get out of the crunch model that was really plaguing games for the last decade. Of these games were coming faster, but people were killing themselves. So I think we're kind of finding that yeah. middle ground here. Yeah. And it's it's tough to have a game as basically only a beta where you don't have to commit to anything. Like Escape from Tarkov or Star Citizen, they've been, been beta for a decade. Yeah, what does like, beta mean so, now? <laughs> like, what, yeah, it doesn't mean anything no. now. Like you, can, you can put in your complaints all day long when they're just tweaking it here and there, but when is the actual game going to be complete? It yeah. never is. Yeah. It's never going to be complete, which is... It's a tactic that they and they still charge money for it. It's a beta. Yep. It doesn't make any sense. It makes perfect sense. It's it's weird. These things go back and forth because like yeah, on the on one side there is that of like this never ending crunch and trying to push your developers until they're like having yeah. mental right. health crisis. Which we don't like. <laughs> um <laughs> but but then, uh, like, on the other hand, like, in that programming world, we have the, the Mythical Man Month, where, like, he, everyone needs to understand you can't just throw more people or more money at a project and expect right. it right. to be done faster mm. or better. Like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work that way. I agree with you. If you can't take nine women and have them make right. a baby in one month, right? You can't Charles, can you verify that, that work. It just doesn't confirm. work. Like, yes. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you, you keep, and, and people are like, just just throw more, yeah. more yeah. programmers at it, right? And then now you have to hire a guy <laughs> right? to wrangle all exactly. the programmers. Yeah. And now it takes even longer. And another like, HR person to hear the complaints just, yeah. of the other nine programmers. Yeah. <laughs> And I think we're just we're, yeah. we're really getting to a nice point lately of like people talking about studios they like working for, and the products are getting good and they're taking time. And I think we're gonna find this balance now in Star Wars games, especially if we're getting all these games, we're like it seems like sometimes EA is paying a check for other people to do stuff. Then the EA license goes away and we're getting other studios. Like I- I'm gonna be really interested to see the rollout of. Do we go AAA and AA and and indie like are, do Star Wars games go back to that thing of maybe we get like a is there a cozy gamer Star Wars game that comes out? Is there gonna be you know your another multiplayer FPS like I played Battlefront two with Emma on Utinithon this weekend and it was great, but I'm also like that game which I actually really like I still like Battlefront 2017 is like six years old, so. Let's look, what's next? You know, what, what is going to keep us going? Are we going to get an Apex Fortnite clone or something? But I think this week is going to really show. Yeah, oh, Stardew Valley God. clone. Give me It'd that. be amazing. <laughs> oh, and then there's a 1 in 100 chance every day that the Death Star blows you up. That'd be fun. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I had to build it again. <laughs> uh, I, th- I don't feel good about that. I just thought about that, and they're all cute, and oh, that'd be so sad. Alderaan Simulator. <laughs> But I think this week is going to be interesting, both obviously in the sales. I mean, like we said, Hogwarts Legacy set a real high bar for IP video games this year as far as sales goes. So are people ready for good IP AAA games? We'll see. Um, If it sells better than Fallen Order did, that'll tell us a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I just hope overall that the community, one, be nice. Everyone listen to this. I think you will. But remember, be be nice. Um. 
don't spoil things. And if this is going to bring more lore, I think we're going to have people like the people that watch your channel, like people that watch Star Wars Explain, like that want the lore and the story. They're going to find themselves going into the gaming medium even more. And I think that's going to be really exciting to kind of open up in a way that we, we really haven't seen. Um, we really haven't seen a new canon, honestly. And I'm very yeah. excited. All the, uh, it's, it'd be nice to, um, to get those little pieces of content within the video game that will help us in a, in a, in a canon book farther on. Yeah. So be like, when you're reading, you're like, oh, that's in the video game, and that's only in the video game. And I got that kind of yeah. information, and it makes it so much better that you played. Yeah, and Char- one of Charles' Easter eggs in the future will be like, in the video game Jedi Survivor, <laughs> blankety-blank, like, that's going to start being canon now. Um, are you ready for those Easter eggs, Charles, to pull all those from Jedi Survivor? you got to play it for work, you know? It's your job now. Yeah, maybe I should write in yeah, to my clinic and ask him if I can have a week off. That sounds pretty good. See, that's all I'm saying. It's that easy. Uh, but as we get ready for our, I said week off, now week of work, but towards Jedi Survivor, uh, I want to wrap up here with a couple couple easy questions here. Uh, Brandon, I want to hit you first. Obviously, played through the game. Everyone, stay tuned for all Brandon's coverage on Darth Chaco everywhere for every, all your Jedi Survivor needs. If you had one last thing to entice folks more about Jedi Survivor... Um, or one of your favorite memories of playing it or the event or anything so far, uh, what would it be? Um, well, you know, I'm, I want to talk about the yes! uh, uh, after event real quick, right? Because, you know, we – well, first we go to the event, and it makes sense now why they were like, don't tell anyone that you're down here because people would have mobbed. There was random people on the street like, where are you guys getting those boxes? And we're like, <laughs> Stay, don't worry about it. Be them, chill, man. be chill. <laughs> I have to know. Uh, <laughs> but we, uh, afterwards, you know, there was like a, like a party event that was like catered. They had like mm-hmm. the, the drinks and all this stuff. Um, and, you know, we just got to go there, hang out. And that's where Cameron Monaghan came out. Um, it was just hanging out, talking to people. And there was this whole big crowd. They were kind of like in an oval and with him at the top. And um, everyone was trying to get to him. And uh, <laughs> I had to get in there and not real quick because people were mad at me. Because I was like, what the hell is everyone doing? I just <laughs> walked. Cut <around>. everybody. <laughs> and and <laughs> I just walked around. I was like, hey, man. And he turned around. I was like, hey, how's it going? And I just I talked to him. Got a quick picture. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and I, yeah, people oh. started daggers at me. And I was like, oh, I right, waited well. in line like I was supposed to. <laughs> and and, and is he is awesome. Then yeah. I pulled the Zoidberg exactly, and just like slipped uh, back into the night. I, yeah. I mean, the stories about him are great. The celebration coverage, obviously, seems nice. It, like, was he just as nice and, and giving and fun as we all hopefully assume he is? He was just, yeah. he was a bright spot, yeah, you know, yeah. like, uh, <laughs> like, like, like on the Chappelle show, like he kind of had that aura around him. Um, <laughs> he's, it, it was, yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Could have just been turning it on for, for that. But what I've noticed is lately, um, especially with all the people I've met through TikTok and all this, everyone is exactly who they are here. And like, and it's just been, I know it's just been wonderful and and super positive. Everything in person has been amazing and really positive, and it's only it's only when people get to hide behind a, a mm-hmm. screen or a, a non-user exactly. name. Exactly, and, and it's yeah. 
Yeah, and again, like you, you being the the Titan that is is a uh, well, Destiny in real life, being the Titan uh, that has to deal with uh, comments um, on t- TikTok. Comments are, are a very special uh, hive of scum and villainy. Um, so props to you for for deflecting them. But yeah, it does seem like every real life thing with people that are actually there to enjoy the product and have a good time and not chill but really just have fun with the amazing things that are being created is so positive and lightning and it's and i'm ugh. again there isn't there's obvious jealousy that you got to go but i'm so stoked that you got to experience that kind of thing because it's just so cool yeah, but y'all y'all can interview a, take, a lot take, more take, writers and stuff like we that all, you know <laughs> We all have oh, our yeah. thing, you know. You, you maybe one of them will give us a lightsaber someday. That'd be pretty cool. I, I'd happily accept a higher public saver. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's. Although Hasbro did give me a dark saber recently, so that was cool. Yeah, you're good. You're fine. You're fine. You do. <laughs> you're, you're doing good. You're doing good. Um, <laughs> Wes, what about you, buddy? Uh, any any last things that you are like? In a Bo-Katan helmet. Dude, I will I'm, give you my address just for it. That's what I'm saying. You get, you're going to run I, out of space, wanna, and I care about you. I just don't yeah, want to play with it for space. the afternoon. I'll send it back. <laughs> Is that <laughs> like a sisterhood of the traveling helmet? Just like make it go around. Oh, God, it smells terrible. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to take Charles's prediction because I know he's going to. I know what he's thinking. Oh my God, do it. Does Cal Kestis, in some way, shape, or form, meet up with Obi Wan Kenobi? That'd be cool. <laughs> Charles, how you doing? Brandon Look did not let a face. single Look at that muscle face. twitch. <laughs> well, I mean, amazing. nothing. nothing just is a single out. bead of sweat went down the side of his face. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that, well that's why you got the, the the red on your shirt, so the laser sight from the Lucasfilm sniper rifle doesn't show up on camera. <laughs> I get it. Um, oh, that'd be cool. I mean, hey, we got Saw Gerrera in Fallen Order. Yeah. Well, because Forrest Whitaker is also legally uh, required to be in every uh, genre of Star Wars media that exists. Uh, <laughs> cash those checks, buddy. Cash those checks. This, I love this it. Is true. All right, Charles. Uh, that was stolen from you. It was raisinly. It was. By Wes. What's What's your prediction or most hype bit that we haven't talked about yet? Um, I don't. I don't want to predict too much because I'm trying to manage expectations. Uh, thanks, Wes. Um, now, now I can't do that. But um, other than that, I just I am just really excited about the High Republic stuff that does make it into this game because yeah. I mean it. it I, I like what you said, Brandon, about how you don't have to have read all these books because that's you know just making a higher barrier to entry, and that's not the point of all this. We want as many people to enjoy these stories as possible. But for those of us that have been really enjoying it, it feels. Like it legitimizes those efforts a little bit, you know what I mean? To put in that yeah, that time to have those conversations, and we enjoy them for what they are. We're not doing it because we have to know every little thing that comes next, but it's fun to kind of get the wink and the nod from the creators and say, "Hey, you know, we appreciate you supporting that other thing." And there's a point to all of it. So uh, the more High Republic stuff there is, probably the happier I'm going to be. The more I'm going to enjoy it, and it sounds like I'm going to be spending a lot of time in these temples that will not progress the story whatsoever but that's fine where do they want me to jump where do i jump i just don't i just don't there's always one of those i gotta youtube look up every game absolutely no shame i'm I'm working on those guys uh, already so so when people need them uh by the way it's lonely playing a game that's not out yet because there are no guides you don't know where things are 
there's there's a there's a whole section that I just can't figure yep. out. How do I get in here? <laughs> you know, IGN, I'm still... IGN yeah. where yeah. are you? Yeah, yeah. I uh, I, f- I feel that when I'm when I'm advanced reading a book and I gotta know what a character is and if I've seen them before and I Google them and they're not on the Wikipedia yet and I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Oh, the the <laughs> walkthroughs that came with the gamer magazines. Oh yeah, you would ha- yep. you'd have to purchase. Yep. They were like, I mean, it was like. I don't know, $16, but $16 felt like $100 to me back oh, then. Oh, it was. It's like, $16? <laughs> How am I ever going to afford this? <laughs> For one game? But although back in those days, like, beating a video game was never, nope. like, yeah. a given. Nope. There's some games you were just never <laughs> going to beat. You I remember I, had to pl- I was never playing see Prince the Persia Warrior Within, and I had to get the Prima Guide because depending on where you were in the game, you had to be either in the future or the past, and you had to go back to this room and switch the time period. And if you weren't in the right one for whatever puzzle you were in, you just couldn't go anywhere, and you couldn't figure it out. And so you had to, but you couldn't know that. But the guide told you exactly where to go. So my my, my North Star, my Pole Star, it was my Stellan Geos. Um, <laughs> on that, I am also very excited about any higher public mentions. My like managing expectations. Uh, Breaker is getting any kind of holograms of voiced High Republic characters that we know about. So, like, we've seen the, the Avar Chris holog- holocron in the comics. If they cast a motion, a mocap actor to play one of them, that would be cool. But mostly for me, I'm really excited to explore the planets. I think going to Dathomir and Ilum in Phone Order was so awesome. We know we have Coruscant um, in the new one. Like, walking around Coruscant is just always so cool. Um, especially now having seen it lately in Andor and in Mando, being like, right, I, I do love Coruscant. This planet rocks. Um, and just kind of seeing wherever the next ones are, you know, being in the Mantis and Seer being like, oh, look, I guess we have to go to blah, blah, blah. Like, like oh, my God, that's the next planet. That's always such a cool feeling. So exploring more of the galaxy, you know, very, very easy mark. Just give me more, 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 more. Rebel yell! I want more, more, more. That's for you, Wes. <laughs> I was trying not to do that myself. I was like, "My goodness, well, we talked to Billy that way." <laughs> well, everybody, let us know um, your thoughts on Jedi Survivor in the comments as you play, or head over to our Discord at utini.com/discord. Um, again, use spoiler tags. Be very respectful. Like Brandon said, there's going to be a ton of lore. That's going to be coming in this game, and you want folks to be able to experience it for the first time themselves. There are all kinds of people in the Star Wars universe and the, in the social galaxy that want to share this with you, and the, everyone uses spoiler tags. So be polite, and and if nothing else, mute, uh, mute aggressively. All right, mute all the words that you don't want to know, um, because this <laughs> Friday, all hell breaks loose. But on that, uh, Brandon, thank you so much for hanging with us tonight. Uh, thank yeah, man. Uh, it, thank you. It, it was such a blast. Uh, before yeah. I outro us out of here, one more time, tell the folks where they can find you everywhere. Um, and um, if you've got any other content, obviously you're going to be making tons of stuff. Anything you're really, really excited for coming down the pipeline, give us a little taste. Give us a little tease. Uh, yeah. So, uh, again, I'm Darth Chaco on uh, on TikTok, Darth Chaco here on YouTube, um, Darth Chaco 7 on Twitter, um, Darth Chaco IG, uh, because they deleted Ugh. my previous Instagram account for no reason. <laughs> and I had to start over. 
Um, but uh, yeah, so there's gonna be lots of lots of Jedi Survivor content coming out. Um, I'm also going to be ooh, trying to go through and uh review and make some content on every Star Wars book. Oh yes! Oh my god. So it's like legends, I'm at like 146 in in uh, pretty much all of canon. So, <laughs> that's awesome. so wish me luck. Uh, but that's that's my ambitious project. Um, also, you can catch me and uh, my dad, Element Seven. We have a podcast called Diet in the Force. That's Saturdays at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time uh, here on YouTube. So, yeah, yeah, check us out. We would be honored if you awesome. would join us. Absolutely, well, dude, it was such a blast. I loved it. No, amazing reference. Um, not going to top that. So I will only say that'll do it for this week's episode of the living force. If you support us on Patreon, thank you so much. You are the reason we're able to do this and cash all those Disney shill checks. Not true. A special thank you. Very true though. To Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Carl Sander, and Zach W on our Jedi high council and James T, Ashley Ingalls, Colton Fife, and Chris Carrizo on our Alliance high command. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Eric Allerson. Charles is at C. Hanko. Wes is at Boss West. And Brandon is at Darth Chaco 7. A special thank you to Matt Davenport, our amazing editor. Ryan, our graphic designer extraordinaire. And Wes, our producer and community manager. Thank you, Charles, Wes, and Brandon for piling with me tonight. Make sure to start your pre-download now or tomorrow. And as always, may the force be with you. There is no hatred. There is joy. There is no division. There is union. There is no apathy. There is passion. There is no gatekeeping. There is community. This is the Utini Star Wars Fan Code. Embrace it, live by it, and above all, trust in the living force. Join the Utini community and surround yourself with like-minded fans at utini.com. And remember, the force will be with you. Always.